There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Right. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh. I hope everybody is doing well out there. And what a week so far. I mean, there's uh, there's some things happening. It's a, it, it's a war out there. That's what I'm going to say. It's a war out there. And it absolutely is. Economic warfare, political warfare, kinetic warfare. There's a lot of things happening globally and nationally as we lead up to the November 2022 midterm elections. And you know, if you remember just a a few weeks ago, Joe Biden, the illegitimate president of the United States, he released, uh, I think it was like 30 million barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Now, the Strategic Petroleum Reserve is kind of like the United States backup in the case of natural disaster, emergency, or, you know, war, something of that nature. It's not something that's meant to be just pushed out into the United States, but they did it politically to lower gas prices. And so if you go onto Twitter or any of the the famous social media platforms, you're going to see a lot of rhetoric from the, from the left about, Oh, gas prices are down 35 cents right before the midterm elections. This is great. And you know, Joe Biden's policies are working. What? (laughs) What is (laughs) just, it's absolute absurdity. What, what policies? The Saudi Arabian family and OPEC coming out and telling Joe Biden to go away, that we don't want to deal with you, and then signing a deal with the BRICS alliance and, and bringing China in to defend them from uh, Iran with military technology? I mean, yeah. Hey, uh, we got a little bit of surplus of oil in our strategic petroleum reserve. Why don't you release a few million barrels and decrease the price of gas for a little while? Oh, okay, let's do that right before an election. That's called political. It's just unbelievable. You know, and then people like, man, gas prices are coming down. Yeah, the average gas price right now is $3.32, right? The average gas price throughout four years of Donald Trump was $2.39, about a dollar difference. The lowest gas price I remember having was about $1.89, sorry, $1.79 under Donald Trump. Okay, that all went away on January 21st or January 20th, 2021. And since then, we've had two, $3, $4, $5 gas prices, national average being about $3.30. And that only happens when Joe Biden pumps our, our very critical strategic petroleum reserve into the American supply. Third quarter GDP up based on Biden selling U.S. oil, gas, and weapons overseas while Americans suffer at the pump. So what did he also do with American gas? Oh, he sold it to China. Did you know that? I knew that. Throughout the summer, we had reports that when Biden was releasing oil, I think it was, uh, you know, it was like 40 million barrels or 50 million barrels of the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, he was selling it to China. 
The United States' gross domestic product reportedly rose by more than 2%, says the U.S. Bureau of Economic Analysis in the third quarter of 2022. Ask anyone about their thoughts on the economy, and they'll have a hard time understanding this estimate. It's not what the economy is doing. It's what you say the economy is doing that counts. Obama taught us this straight out of the communist playbook. Today, the Bureau of Economic Analysis announced third quarter 2002 GDP numbers, and they just don't add up for the average American. The real gross domestic product increased to an annual rate of 2.6% in the third quarter. According to the advanced estimate released by the Bureau of Economic Analysis, the second quarter real GDP decreased by 0.6%. The GDP estimate released today is based on a source data that are incomplete or subject, subject to further revision by a source agency, the source data for advanced estimate. The second estimate for the third quarter, based on a more complete data, will be released on November 30th, after the election, right? So they released this before the election, right? Oh, 2.6 GDP growth. No, that's just not true. After two consecutive quarters of negative GDP, the BEA claims that GDP in the third quarter was up by 2.6%. Looking further into the report, it became clear that the entire increase in GDP is related to U.S. exports in oil, gas, and weapons. Personal consumption, 0.97% of the bottom line number, down from 1.38% in the lowest since 2019. Fixed investment subtracted, negative 0.89% from the GDP, in line with last month's 0.92%. As corporations continue to retrench ahead of the recession, the change in private inventory shrank for a third quarter, this time shrinking GDP by negative 0.7%. On a positive side, net exports rose by 2.77%, courtesy of the 1.63% increase in exports and decline in imports, which contributed to another 1.14% to the GDP print. As noted above, this alone was enough to explain the entire gain in quarter three GDP and as a function of U.S. support of the European war economy and the U.S. exports record amount of commodities, oil and gas, as well as weapons to Europe. Finally, government consumption, which was and remains an oxymoron, added 0.42% to the bottom line GDP. This is fraud. This is criminality against the American people. This is untruthfulness. This is propaganda. This, this is what is happening to the United States of America. You know, we're in the midst of an energy crisis, not because there's not enough, not because of the war in Ukraine, but because of politicians, because of political warfare, because of economic warfare, because there's an agenda at foot to install a new world order a world government, and the Western nations aren't getting their way. So when they don't get their way, they wreak havoc on the rest of the world and they make the people suffer. That's what's happening right now. And, you know, here in the United States, right before the midterms, oh, we're going to release 30 million barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. And gas prices go down and they all go out there and like, oh my God, Joe Biden is so amazing. He lowered gas prices. Oh, he's doing it. Oh, look at these policies by Joe Biden. You know, you, you got to wonder, is the liberal left that stupid? Seriously. Are, are they that stupid? Well, you know, I read a CNN article that said that uh, this is due to Joe Biden's policies and the actions of Congress taking upon the energy crisis that is happening and bringing down gas prices is a good thing. Dude, you're still paying $1.50 more than you were under Trump. Well, you know, this is all happening because of Trump. 
Why is that? Well, because CNN said so. One day, I hope the world wakes up. You know, last week we also had this report that the strategic diesel reserve, the diesel fuel reserve in the United States, had only about 25 days left in its supply. Now, that's not saying that the actual diesel being produced and and shipped across the country has 25% left. But if that halted, if the diesel shipments halted, if there was a... um, an impedance in the production, we would have to go to the reserve. And that reserve only has 25 days. This diesel shortage has worsened. U.S. diesel shortages are spreading along the East Coast amid the ban on imports from Russia, raising fears of further surges in prices for the fuel as consumers brace for the winter heating season. Mansfield Energy, one of the nation's major fuel distributors, instituted emergency measures on Tuesday and warned its customers that carriers were being forced to visit multiple terminals, in some cases to find supplies delaying deliveries. Deliveries, With shortages spreading from the northeast to the southeast, the company advised customers to give a 72-hour notice for their orders to a or to avoid having to pay above market prices. And quote, in many areas, actual fuel prices are currently 30 to 80 cents higher than the posted market average because supply is tight, said Mansfield, which delivers over 3 billion gallons of oil products annually. With the relatively low-cost suppliers running out of diesel, distributors are forced to draw from higher-cost sources, resulting in unusually widespread pricing. Mansfield's advisory came just six days after the U.S. National Economic Council director, Brian Dees, told Bloomfield Bloomfield News that diesel supplies were unacceptably low and that President Joe Biden's administration had all options on the table to reduce prices. However, as Bloomberg and other media outlets have noticed, it's not clear how those options would provide long-term relief. Diesel supplies in New England, the U.S. region most reliant on distillate fuels for heating, have reportedly dwindled to about one-third of the normal levels for this time this year. Nationwide, the U.S. has only 25 days' worth of diesel supplies, the lowest level since 2008. Okay, so what does this mean? What is diesel used for? Well, military vehicles, um, tractor trailers that ship goods and services or ship goods and products and raw materials across the country, trains. So if we have a diesel shortage and diesel fuel prices go up, that means the cost of everything else is going to go up as well as inflation. So we have inflation and then the rising cost because of the demand of diesel fuel, the cost of products are going to go up because it's going to be cost more to ship them. Um, yeah, yeah, we're headed towards a depression. I, I think it's safe to say we're headed towards a depression. You know, one of the good things that comes out of this, uh, the liberal policies implemented by big tech is that Facebook today, Meta, is down 21.9%. This is massive. I, I already said if they go down to like 75 bucks, I'm buying. I, I would, I, I would. I think it's a, I think it's a good investment for the long term especially what they're doing in virtual reality and, and VR in the metaverse. I think that if they drop down another 20 or 30%, it's a good buy. But uh, it's fun to just watch Mark Zuckerberg lose $100 billion overnight. I don't know. Bring some enjoyment and happiness to my life. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Dark Delight Show right after this.
Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. And, uh, and, uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here? That's right, Joe. What are you doing there? Most people don't even think you're in the White House. But, anyways, I don't know. I just got this, this passion. Anybody feel it? Like, oh, come on. Red wave, red wave, red wave. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just tired of propaganda. I'm tired of disinformation. I'm tired of the psychological warfare. I'm tired of going to my Facebook feed to see what my friends are up to and, and how, you know, how acquaintances and family are doing. And instead seeing nothing but Democrat candidate campaigns telling absolute lies about Republicans. Have you guys experienced this too? Because I, I know I'm not the only one. Because I, I'm very rarely seeing any Republican campaigns but I'm seeing a heck of a lot of Democrat campaigns on, on all my social media. I'm actually on Twitter now. I'm back on Twitter. So for those who don't know, my first Twitter account had about, what, 22,000 people following me. That got deleted. Second one had about 10,000, 11,000. That got deleted. And now we're at 265 because we just started again. <laughs> but, you know, I, I when I go through and I start looking at what these people are saying 
it gets absolutely ridiculous. Right? Elizabeth Warren today on Twitter said, if Republicans take back power, here's their wish list. Jack up prescription drug prices. Cut Social Security and Medicare. Ban abortion nationwide. Extend tax breaks for billionaires and giant corporations. We got less than two weeks left to stop them. Stay in the fight. Um, where, where are you, Tonto? Where are you getting this information from? So Republicans under Trump, they implemented executive orders reducing the price of prescription drugs. They put legislation in that was declined by the Democrats to reduce the price of prescription drugs. Okay. Um, Cut Social Security and Medicare. No, they wanted to raise it under Donald Trump. Ban abortions nationwide. No, absolutely not. See, here's the thing about abortions and Republicans. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade stating simply that the federal government does not have the jurisdiction or authority to determine what a woman can choose. That's like a win for constitutional freedom. And these guys are like, they want to ban abortions. What? Nobody said that. Maybe some Republican congressman, maybe some state governors want to do that. Hey, and you know what? The states must be competitive amongst themselves. And if you live in that state and you don't like it, leave. But see, this is the beauty of the 10th Amendment. It's a, a system of final checks and balances, right? The people in the states, respectively, are the system of checks and balances. I was, uh, discuss- I was on a town hall meeting last night with American Media Periscope that I, I host every the last Wednesday of every month. And uh, there was a gentleman on there talking about in, in California how, you know, that people are dying from poverty. People are dying from hunger, that that the economic policies of Joe Biden are putting a lot of strain on people and people um, are dying, suicide and so forth. And he said, what, what is a family supposed to do when they can't get a job? When, when they get fired from their job because they didn't want to get vaccinated. And they live in California. What are they supposed to do? And I said, move to a conservative state. Apply for jobs out of state, out of the city. But they have family there. Okay. Everybody has to make sacrifices. If you want to stand up for your religious convictions, if you want to stand up for the convictions that you have in life, you're going to have to make sacrifice. That is the toll that must be paid for freedom. And so if you live in a state that is pro-life, And they came out and said, hey, look, the only abortions that we're going to allow in this state are doctor preferred or doctor recommended where the health of the mother is at risk or the health of the baby is at risk to to, uh, cause harm to the mother, right? Where doctor recommended medical procedural or within the first three weeks of pregnancy. If you're in one of those states and you don't like that because you're pro-choice, move. Simple. Move. I don't, I shouldn't have to move. I should, no, yes, you should. Because the founding fathers of this country made it so that any state that came into the union would have to remain competitive amongst the other states. See, this is a system of checks and balances. 
Whether you look at it politically, economically, socially, culturally, it's all the same. If a state comes out and begins to make laws that are contrary to freedom and liberty, that are draconian in nature, totalitarian in nature, people will begin moving away. Look at California and New York. People are moving away from California and New York because of liberal policies. Those states are beginning to hurt. Taxes are rising because they have to continue that income stream, that revenue stream. But as more and more people leave, that, that state becomes less worthy of people wanting to stay there. They become less competitive. Why are the people moving? Because other states are more competitive for their rights and their freedoms. It's really that simple. And so more people move away, that state loses revenue. As that state loses revenue, they have to increase taxes on the people that are there, primarily the poor. And those people get, begin to get mad and angry and going to the government for a redress of grievances. They look at the administration that's in there, which is probably Democrat or liberal, and they say, hey, look, my taxes are way too high. I'm poor. Everybody's leaving the state. I'm voting you out. This is how states remain competitive. So this rhetoric that we see from like Tonto and, and these other Democrats on Facebook and Twitter Right? Ban abortion nationwide. No, nobody wants to ban abortion nationwide. We want to put that decision in the hands of the states. It's like with uh, Dr. Oz the other day with a Fetterman uh, debate. Right, All the Democrats out there right now are, are throwing the sink at Oz, saying that he wants that the choice for abortion to be between a woman, a doctor, and a local politician. Ha, 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 ha. That's not what he said. He said that I think that we should come to the table with women, doctors, and the local politicians to produce legislation that is best prescribed for the woman. And he said local politicians because the other opposite aspect of this would be federal politicians, which have no jurisdictional constitutional authority to do that. But they twist the words, they manipulate it, and they produce it into a piece of propaganda. And then they distribute it through psychological warfare channels to change the narrative in their direction. And most liberals just, I believe it because I saw it on Facebook. I believe it, I saw it in a meme. CNN told me so. It's got to be true. Just, yeah, I know, I know. I'm, I'm ranting, I'm ranting. But, but still. And, and how about this? You ready for this one? You remember how last month PayPal came out with a new uh, end-user agreement? And in that end-user agreement, they said that if they catch you spreading what they consider propaganda, disinformation, hateful speech, or any of these types of things on any of your social media accounts that they're monitoring because you do business with them, that they're going to fine you $2,500. And people went out there and immediately started canceling their Facebook accounts and, or their, their PayPal accounts. And PayPal came back and said, oh, sorry, we made a mistake. We're so sorry about that. That, that wasn't supposed to be released. That was a, a draft. Huh. <laughs> it was a draft. We weren't supposed to do that. Nope, nope, nope. Our bad. Well, guess what? PayPal has reinstated its policy to fine users $2,500 directly from their accounts if they spread misinformation. 
PayPal's policy for charging $2,500 for, $2, for spreading inaccurate and misleading information has been reinstated as outlined in restricted activities under the user agreement. On September 26th, the financial services announced some changes to certain agreements. Starting November 3rd, 2022, PayPal is expanding the existing list of prohibited activities to include the sending, posting, or publication of messages, content, or materials under the acceptable use policy. Violation of this acceptable use policy constitutes a violation of PayPal user agreement and may subject you to damages including liquidated damages of $2,500 US dollars per violation, which may be debited directly from your PayPal accounts as outlined in the user agreement said PayPal. Users will be subject to financial penalty if they violate the revised policy in any way, including by spreading false information, engaging in discrimination against LGBTQ community, and posing a risk to user safety and so on. Do you understand that this is ESG, Environmental, Social, and Governments? This falls under the social DEI. That these prescriptions are being brought on by a global think tank known as the World Economic Forum under the United Nations Sustainable Development to change the financial institutions and the social and cultural institutions to derive a more equitable future. We're going to talk about this a little bit more. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, back with the Dark Delight Show. And uh, <laughs> ESG. You know, this is a push by these... Uh, these elitist think tanks that they want to change the world and mold the world in their own vision. And ESG first started getting implemented within the major financial institutions. And just think about this. This is the type of policies that are going to derive directly from ESG standardization. Is that it's not just PayPal. It's going to be banks. It's going to be your local bank that is going to have this if they want to keep their banking charter. That they're going to put out there to their end user agreement and stating that, hey, by the way, we're monitoring your social media platforms. And and by the way, this will be done with what's known as a social credit score. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's right. And your bank will have access to your social credit score. And when they have access to it, they're going to call you up one day. They're going to be like, hey, we just deducted $2,500 from your account because we found that you posted something that we found offensive on your Facebook account. And uh, we are closing your accounts. We're we're going to hold your money until the investigation is over. This is what they're going to do. This is how you limit freedom. This is how you destroy freedom. This is how you destroy families. This is what's coming if people don't stand up, get out there, and vote. This is what's happening. If we allow the Western New World Order, or even the Eastern New World Order, to take over, is we'll have a bout of communism globally, of the likes that nobody's seen before. And if you go to the 20th century and you look at every communist nation, the first things that happen when they take over power is millions of people die. Remember that. You know, one good piece of news is uh, H.R. 9157. Uh, This was uh, introduced into the House by Republican West Virginia Representative Alex Mooney. Um, Hopefully, this bill 
gets proposed at the beginning of next year when the Republican Congress is in place. What is this bill? Legislation has been introduced in Congress to restore the gold standard, a major step to adhering to the U.S. Constitution and bringing back sound money policies. H.R. 9157, titled the Gold Standard Restoration Act, is sponsored by Alex Mooney. If enacted, it would be a significant step towards restoring sanity among U.S. monetary policy. In its list of legislative findings, the bill correctly notes that the Federal Reserve note has lost more than 30% of its purchasing power since 2000, over 97% of its purchasing power since the passage of the Federal Reserve Act in 1913, and it notes that under the federal policy, the the dollar loses half of its purchasing power every 35 years, emphasizing the need for a stable dollar, fixed exchange rates, and a money supply controlled by the market, not the government. H.R. 9157 states the returning of the gold standard is necessary for the monetary and fiscal sanity, along with limited government. It states the gold standard puts control of the money supply with the market instead of the Federal Reserve, discourages excess deficit spending, and encourages the balancing of federal budgets. He's not wrong. H.R. 9157, as the bill title suggests, restores the gold standard for the U.S. dollar. Specifically, it requires the Secretary of Treasury to define the Federal Reserve note dollar in terms of a fixed weight of gold based on the day's closing market price of gold and to make them redeemable for an exchangeable with gold. That's called lawful money. Now, if you're listening to this and and you're like, "Well, well, we're about to get a Republican Congress, a Republican Senate, Russia just did this same thing with a ruble. China is in talks, and other BRICS nations are in talks to do the same thing with their currency. The Democrats, we know, won't do that. But if we get the red wave, we get a Republican Congress and Senate, and this bill gets proposed at the beginning of the year, guess what's going to happen? We're going to go back to the gold standard. You know what that means for the price of gold? It's going to skyrocket. And you know what? I, I got I to gotta pitch it. I got to pitch it. We had Dr. Kirk Elliott on with us yesterday. Gold and silver. Get it in your portfolio. Whether you have an old 401k laying around, whether you want to open an IRA or transfer an IRA, whether you have cash or, or you just want to talk to their financial team. Because this is huge. As Donald Trump would say, this is huge. And you only got a few months left to make these decisions. So Dr. Kirk Elliott, if you guys didn't know, GetGoldToday.com. All one word, GetGoldToday.com. 720-605-3900. little update. Uh, we're going to be streaming here very, very shortly. Um, I'm packing my house up because I'm moving, but I just have to bring the technology down here, sync the technology up, and we should be good to get access to that live stream of the Dark Delight show. It's going to be on our locals community. All right? And how to get to our locals community, let me see here. Let me find the link for you. Oh, no, that's the wrong button. It's redpillproject.locals.com. Redpillproject.locals.com. R-E-D-P-I-L-L-P-R-O-J-E-C-T. .locals.com. You can find that as well on our Twitter or on our Rumble but it's just a subscription service uh, to help us uh, support our show and everything that we do here. And the way it works is that every morning when we broadcast this show, I'll be broadcasting it live stream as well on our locals channel through uh, another platform. But the links will be directly there. And you can see all the news articles I'm going through. You can see my, my silly mug as I'm doing it. So check that out if you guys are interested in helping support everything that we do.
Now, going on to the election, this is interesting. Some Texans are reporting that ballots switched their votes from Beto to Abbott. Huh, isn't that interesting? Wasn't someone like me talking about this the last year that the Democrats will try to cheat for the Republicans with their operatives infiltrated into those campaigns, into the uh, the voter um, into the, the voter polls. And that what'll happen is after the red wave happens, the Democrats will come out and blame the Republicans for cheating, the projection. And they'll have all the evidence of it. And now we're seeing in Texas, there's reports that ballots are switching votes from ball- from Ab- from Beto to Abbott. Huh, interesting. 250,000 plus unverified new Pennsylvania voters were sent ballots days before the midterms. You gotta love this. Pennsylvania government officials sent out at least 255,000 ballots to applicants they could not verify either by social security number or driver's license. 15 Republican state representatives sent a letter to Acting Secretary of the Commonwealth, Lee Chapman, after they discovered that 255,000 illicit ballots were mailed to in the state prior to the 2022 midterm elections. Due to the 2018 directive of your office instructing counties to register voters without verification of identity, the need to verify the identity and eligibility of mail and absentee ballot applicants is even more critical to the integrity of our election. As October 21st, 2022, records of, two th- uh, of 2022 mail ballot data shows that counties have already mailed over 255,000 unverified ballots. The letter notes two contradictory statements, one from the Deputy Secretary of Elections and Commissions, John March, who testified in court that unverified ballots can still be mailed out to applicants but wouldn't be counted officially in the election until ID was produced, the other by the State Department itself, who claimed that ballots cannot be sent out until the ID is first provided. Either the ballots are mailed to unverified applicants or ballots are not mailed to unverified applicants, but both statements cannot be true. Due to this conflicting information, conscientious election workers could unknowingly accept and count ballots for which no verification ever occurred. The letter goes on to claim that their figure of 255,000 came from the Pennsylvania State Department's own data and that the mail ballots must be set aside in accordance with Pennsylvania law. According to the Department of State data, uh, as of October 21st, a staggering 255,000 ballots are not verified. That's an enormous number of ballots, which according to law must be set aside and not counted in the 2022 general election uh, unless those voters produce IDs. This will force the counties to, as one election official described it, go after the missing information to obtain proof of ID for the unverified ballots. And that's a problem because those counties don't have the, the manpower to do something like that. And so we're already seeing indications of voter fraud going on with the mail-in ballots. And, you know, there's a simple solution to this. Vote in person. Get, get rid of mail-in ballots and absentee ballots. Just, just vote in person. Or switch to a blockchain voting system, which is public. And after you vote, you can actually go out there and see what number of vote you were for that specific candidate. And you can find it directly in the blockchain. And nothing can be changed or altered within that. You know, Donald Trump tried to implement a blockchain voting system prior to the November 2020 elections through the post office. And the Democrats in Congress denied it, of course, which would have allowed people to vote directly from their phone instead of mail-in ballots. It's a shame when we allow Democrats to, uh, to infiltrate 
every aspect of our society. When we allow politicians to make the decisions and determine the laws and the rules. See, politicians are simply representatives. They're not there to make laws and rules and tell you what you can and can't do. They're there to represent and protect your rights and your freedoms. That's the big misnomer in this country. We elect representatives to protect our rights, our freedoms, and our liberties. Laws are made to protect our rights, our freedoms, and liberties. Not to restrict our rights, our freedoms, and our liberties, of which they are used now. Special Counsel John Durham has until September 2024 to file charges against the deep state top-level members behind the FBI's Trump-Russia fraud against the American people. And uh, the rumor on the street is that he has some really big indictments potentially coming that he's going to go after these people specifically. Uh, this is from Paul Sperry on Getter. The Chagrined MSM keeps trying to poo-poo the influence and impact of Hillary Clinton's paid steel Dushenko dossier, but the fraudulent dossier was used in the October 2016 FISA, January 2017 FISA, April 2017 FISA, and the June 2017 FISA. You have Crossfire Dragon Case, Crossfire Razor, Crossfire Furry, and Fury, and Crossfire Typhoon. Alpha Bank White Paper Investigation, the 2017 Intelligence Community Assessment, the SSCI reports, the Mueller Investigation, and the Team M report. Tens of thousands of media stories, which many of which have since been retra- retracted or corrected from Was- Washington Post, CNN, at all. The dirty dossier, like high fructose corn syrup, was in everything. Don't be missled. It was the main ingredient that cooked up Russiagate the very heart of the scandal. And John Durham will get to the bottom of it. John Durham will come out and figure out what is truly going on here. And he's going to come after those top-level people. McCabe, Rosenstein, Comey, Brennan, Hillary. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, it's funny. I I, I tend to do this a lot. And this is kind of like an inside joke. I guess you got to be in... uh, um, you know, you had to be there for Pizzagate and, and all that stuff to understand what I'm about to say next. But yesterday was Hillary Clinton's birthday. And, uh, you know, I said if Hillary Clinton was a Grateful Dead lyric, it would be steal your face right off, steal your face right off your head. <laughs> it's funny, but it's not funny. But anyways, I wanted to throw that out there. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Be back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. 
When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right. One of the congressmen that I know, Paul Gozar, out there has invited Zelensky Putin to Arizona for peace talks. Gozar addresses Russian President Putin and Ukrainian President Zelensky to urge the two to settle their differences in Arizona to prevent further death and destruction. You know, this is this is good of Congressman Gozar. Uh, I, I like what he's doing, and I like the fact that he's out there being progressive in this action to get peace talks underway because Putin has came out and said specifically, yeah, well, let's go to the table. Let's talk about this. But the White House has ignored those calls as well as Zelensky has came out and said, no, there is no negotiation. Spoken like a true Nazi. You know, yesterday, Russian officials came out and said that uh, they're going to continue the desatanization of Ukraine. That Satan the worship of Satan has spread massively over the last decade within Ukraine, even infiltrating its military and its government. And Putin obviously calls it Nazi- Nazism, right? And they're not wrong. See, they're not wrong. That's the thing. And Putin has said, uh, we're going to continue. And if Western nations continue to do this, we're just going to start taking out Western nation planes and satellites that are over top of Ukraine. If, if commercial satellites are going to be utilized to fight Russians, we're going to take them out. And here's the thing is Russia has the ability to do that. Mm. Interesting. And we're going to keep you updated on the war effort, uh, what's happening in between Russia, Ukraine, the United States, NATO, this proxy war and this progression towards World War III with all the nuclear rhetoric and everything like that. I hope nothing happens. I hope no global event happens because of this. No nuclear event happens because of this. Russia has warned of a dirty bomb that Ukraine could use. They have given the intelligence of this directly to the NATO nation's uh, Department uh, Secretary of Defense's And so it would be really impossible right now for this false flag type of operation to go down, even with the rhetoric that is coming in the mainstream media, because Russia has the evidence that they've already provided to the U.N. Security Council. But who who knows with what's happening in the world right now of chaos. If you uh, happen to go on to Twitter this morning or to the New York Post website, you would have saw some very offensive articles, some of them funny, um, especially about uh, Governor Hochul wasn't very funny. Uh, But what happened was they were hacked. (laughs) 
And apparently, uh, Hochul's uh, aide, chief of staff, didn't realize that, and you know, put a response on Twitter saying, "We are, we are so, you know, concerned about what the New York Post has done, and this is atrocious." And they, they didn't do it. It was it was hacked. That that's usually what happens when people are hacked. But, anyways, can't explain that to an idiot, right? Oh, this is an interesting article. Democrat candidate who said, I don't give an F what happens to anti-vaxxers has died suddenly. Yep, Richard Rowe um, said, I'm mostly here for the personal ego already had COVID last year, so not worried about catching it, but I want to maintain my smug sense of moral and intellectual superiority while making fun of the Darwin anti-vaxxers. It's actually pretty noble. The sudden unexpected death of a fit and healthy 41-year-old Florida Democrat candidate who angrily attacked people for rejecting the experimental COVID-19 shot is being revisited on social media. Screenshots from the Florida District 23 candidate Richard Rose Facebook page reveal that the pro-vaccine politician regularly mocked anti-vaxxers who he claimed helped kill 700,000 Americans before he passed away on October 28, 2021. Just a reminder, I guess God has a sense of humor weird. Pfizer's Paxlovid, antiviral drug for COVID-19 linked directly to, but bum drum roll, blood clots. The antiviral medication, which is meant to treat the Wuhan coronavirus infections, has been linked to cases of blood clots. The FDA first authorized Paxlovid, a combination of two antiviral medications um, in December 2021. But these two drugs have significant risks of their own. A ritonavir alone potentially causes serious life-threatening side effects such as inflammation of the pancreas, pancreatitis, heart rhythm problems, severe skin rash, allergic reactions, liver problems. Ritonavir may also reduce the effectiveness of oral hormonal contraceptives. Furthermore, animal studies on the antiviral drug also suggested that it could elevate the risk of cancer in high doses. Still, the orally taken Paxlovid was permitted for the treatment of mild to moderate COVID-19 in adult and pediatric patients aged 12 years and older, weighing at least 40 kilograms, with a positive SARS-CoV-2 test. A study published in October 2022 in the Journal of American College of Cardiology revealed another risk. It revealed that the use of Paxlovid with medications commonly used to manage cardiovascular conditions can potentially cause significant drug-drug interactions and may lead to severe, severe adverse effects. Moreover, the Daily Mail showed another potential risk when Paxlovid is taken with another with other drugs for cardiovascular conditions, citing papers from the U.S. institutions. Paxlovid can cause serious health problems when coupled with common heart disease medications. The COVID-19 drug can increase the risk of developing blood clots when taken with blood thinners. It can also cause an irregular heartbeat when combined with drugs for heart pain and when taken alongside statins. And also is toxic to the liver. I mean, told you so, right? We're not conspiracy theorists. We're just ahead of the curve. There's a, a few videos out there of the World Economic Forum's high priest, Yuval Noah Harari, of how he's revealing the plan of how the elitists are social engineering the world for their technocratic state to take it over and then reduce the population of the world. This isn't, this isn't a conspiracy. This, isn't, this guy literally says this. This guy literally comes out and says, yeah, you know, the elites, you know, the small group of us, you know, we're building a, uh, 
a technological Noah's Ark for the elites. And so, you know, when some major event does happen, like something that's going to depopulate the world, that we can all escape and then come back and have the technology and be gods over this planet and act as the gods to, to do better humanity who remains and who's left afterwards. Unbelievable. That, that's a whole red pill in itself. That publicly these people say this and the left are like, that's not what they said. They didn't say that. You're a conspiracy theorist. Rand Paul has demanded answers over the Vax Company's PR firm's embedded staff within the CDC to promote vaccines. <laughs> Senator Ron Paul called for answers money in a letter to the CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, detailing how the agency contacted PR firm Weber Shanwick which also represents Pfizer and Moderna, to carry out research for the National Center for Immunization and Respiratory Diseases. In the letter, Paul demands the CDC release non-redacted documents detailing the company's work with the NCIRID. Why is this a problem? Because it benefits Pfizer and Moderna, and it was propaganda being pushed by the CDC. That's a problem. But, you know, we live in a fascist state, so what do you know? Hey, we're going to be back with you tomorrow. As a reminder, no show Monday will have a repeat because it is Halloween. I'll be with my kids doing family stuff. But uh, we'll be with you tomorrow on the Dark Delight Show. You guys have a fantastic day. Don't forget to go on over to redpills.tv and subscribe over there as well as go on over to getgoldtoday.com and talk to Dr. Kirk Elliott. Have a great day. Take care. Talk to you soon.